What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Jamal Benny, and I'm with Prescribed Truth, and this is the Prescribing Truth Podcast. Look, I don't want to be before you alone today. I just want to vent some things off this on my chest and, and to share some things about what I went through today. It amazes me that um, in our culture, there is completely an absence of absolute truth. I mean, it is like it's, it's, like it's taboo to say that something is exclusively true, you know? And if you disagree with somebody, then you're either hateful, bigoted, or you don't care about people and so on and so forth. I mean, it just amazes me. I mean, we used to live in a place where people wouldn't mind being told that they have a booger in their nose. They wouldn't mind being told, hey, if I'm wrong about something, let me know because I desire to be right. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, it's like, it don't matter if I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? Let me be wrong. You know what I'm saying? You do you. And that's how our culture has got, that's where it's gotten, especially with the younger generation. I mean, I'm not old. I'm, I'm, I'm 29 years old. You know what I'm I'm talking about like people in their 20s, 10 years younger than me, or almost 10 years younger than me. They're just like forgetting that there's anything such, there's a such thing as absolute truth. And it's sad to me, man. I, I, I think our culture is like just driving that for us, man. Like, you know, it keeps keeps feeding that that absurdity because the, what, what gets me is because nobody lives that way. You don't live like absolute truths don't exist. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you watch my video, um, dealing with absolute truth for the atheist and the agnostic, but then you see the same scenario applies to us today. I mean, us like for not just atheists, but those who claim they have the truth concerning God. You know, saying you hold to an absolute standard, though, when you're challenged about what you believe, then you stand back and say, well, that's just me, you know, and those are cop outs, you know. So I want to I want to share this when it comes to truth being absolute. That means that no matter what circumstance, no matter under what condition, truth is the truth. It doesn't matter who is saying it, no matter who brings it, no matter what. Truth is the truth. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking to in a mic and there's a, I'm looking at a camera that is not relative to my perception. It's not relative to my perspective. That is the truth. You know what I'm saying? The microphone in front of me is the truth. Now, what could be relative because you don't know is what type of microphone I may be using unless I tell you. You know, say or the type of camera I'm using. Unless I tell you, you don't know if it's my webcam from the laptop or if it's a webcam I have attached to it. You don't know, or because this is a pre-recorded session, you don't know if I got a camera that just happened to just put up and just record. You don't know, but you do know that is a camera I'm looking into. You know, what I'm saying that's truth. It's absolute. It doesn't matter what circumstance. It's true. So, uh, interesting conversation today um, with a couple people, and one particular guy, uh, you know, stood stood out to me. And you know, we did a we did a podcast on my channel. Uh, if you look it up, it's the one where I'm talking about. It's Jesus God. Um, this particular gentleman, you know, he came on, and we, you know, we was two hours on just talking about Jesus. And it's funny in that video, 15 minutes into the video, almost 15 minutes into the video. I do discuss 
You know, saying there's evidence for the valid for the Bible being valid for the reliability of the Bible. Yet there was no refutation from him. Nothing brought up from him to say, hey, that's not right. I don't believe that. That's not true. You can't prove that. None of that was there. So we said they had a two hour discussion about the Bible, discussing Jesus being God. But my thing is, if he didn't believe the Bible was true, they were kind of wasted an hour. You know, what I'm saying I'm going to say I can still give you the gospel. You know, what I'm saying, but. You know, saying you're actually you're so you're discussing about Jesus being God from a book. And so no matter what I tell you, you're not going to believe it anyway because you don't even believe what you're reading. And, you know, and that and actually, if you watch that video for two hours, that's basically what it is. Like I'm going through proof of showing how Jesus is God. And he's like, well, they can't mean that because words don't mean what they mean. And, you know, all this kind of stuff. And that's what people do when they're backed into a corner, when the truth is right there in their face. But because if that's because that truth is so, so potent that if you hold to that truth, then that means your whole worldview crumbles. And because of that, you got to do like gymnastics to go around it. And, uh, you know, and, it's, it is, and some people, they, they go to, you know, throwing out uh, insults and everything else because they have nowhere else to turn to. You know, and it's sad, really. It really is. Uh, but that's, you know, that's that's what uh dealt with today. Dealing on the subject of truth. It started about dealing with the credibility of the Bible, which I can defend, which I don't have to defend the Bible. I don't. I mean, you either gonna believe it, you're not gonna believe, but it's my responsibility to share with you the truth of the gospel and, and up to the Lord to do the saving. You know what I'm saying? I pray that you would come to know the truth and, and understand these things, but it's not my responsibility to save anyone. You know what I'm saying? But I will stand for truth. I mean, I'm not going to just let somebody just tell this lie about the Bible and get away with it if I can help it. You know what I'm saying? If I see something, I'm going to comment. And, but what's funny is this guy came to me. He approached me. And as I began, began to engage with him, I was like, hey, you know, let's dialogue. We dialogued once on, on YouTube. You know, if you watch that YouTube um, video, I mean, at the end, he said, hey, yeah, I'll do this again. You know, so I don't mind talking. I don't mind discussing stuff. But then when I asked him, I said, hey, you know, well, we talked last time. Yeah, it was a little long. and Maybe we can make it shorter next time. You know what I'm saying? But hey, let's just dialogue. He's like, no, we ain't, ain't got to do all that. Of course, because you'd rather just Facebook war. You'd rather just comment war and battle with comments. And I can't stand like, go, like trying to deal with serious, important topics over Facebook comments because I could be typing my response to your comment and you can think of something that you just want to say real quick and jump that in there. And now I got to respond to the one I was already responding to and respond to the comment you just put in. And then on top of that, when you respond, I don't know which one you're responding to. Whether you responding to my comment or the one of the response to the comments you just put. And it's just it's too much. That's why I just enjoy back and forth dialogue. We, we can talk. We can reason. I can hear you. You know, I can hear your tone to see if, you, okay, if you're being smart with me or you, you're being genuine in what you're saying. And kind of let me know, kind of gauge if I need to continue this conversation or not. You know, so that's why I love one-on-one -on -one dialogue where we mano a mano. You know, so we can just like just hash it out and you know, say so, and be cool and do it in a respectful, meaningful way. That is how things are done. And you know, so, and what I love about Christianity, above everything else, is that I, as a Christian, don't have to run away from facts. I, as a Christian, have to run away from the truth because I have the truth. I know the truth by God's grace, and therefore I, I can stand up to scrutiny. I can stand before somebody who say they have claims of, of false accusations or, um, or have claims of, of lost books and everything else. And I can stand flat foot on my on the firm and say, that's not true. And not just for the sake of saying it's not true. 
I mean, every time I've seen somebody come up with some stuff like this, I actually do the homework and go back and look to see if their claims are actually valid or why do those claims even have any weight? I actually do that. I don't just hear somebody say, oh, there are lost books in the Bible. And I say, oh, no, it isn't. And then I go about my business. Like, I actually look these things up. I want to see why people say there's lost books in the Bible. And then I want to go and look at those lost books and see, okay, why isn't it in the Bible? And then when you read those books and you find out why they're not in them, it makes sense. <laughs> there's no lost books in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't, make, it doesn't make sense to have a claim like that. And a lot of people who do that, you know what I'm saying? They just... Don't understand the issue. They never do. And, and I'm, I'm, willing, and I'm starting to believe they don't want to. You know, say so don't want to. The Bible tells us that men, that we suppress the truth about God in our unrighteousness. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and that's not just to the atheists. That's to those who claim they have knowledge about God without even reading the scriptures. Because they say, oh, I don't need no book to tell me nothing. I just follow my, I just look to my soul and I listen to my soul. But you don't know, like you make bad decisions every day. How can you trust that? You make bad decisions every day. How can you trust it? I guarantee you, you look at your life experiences and you say, oh man, there's some things I would have did differently. Why? Because you listen to yourself, you followed yourself, and then you made bad, bad decisions. I'm thankful I'm not trying to follow my heart because I know how deceitfully I know how deceitfully wicked my heart is. I know how deceptive it is. I'm not gonna follow it, you know. But yeah, uh, unfortunately, that's what that's what we have. And so, um, you know, hey, you know, eventually, I mean, we can't do nothing about that. Can't you know? We can talk. I can talk to. I turn blue in the face, or the case may be, but. It ain't going to help anything unless a person is willing to discuss things in a reasonable way. And so, um, yeah, that's the kind of day I had today. Um, so on this podcast, I want to stress the importance of truth. Truth matters. Truth matters. It's not your truth versus my truth. It is the truth. Regardless, if your truth doesn't agree with the truth, not my truth, the truth then the truth that you claim is truth is indeed false. You know what I'm saying? They can't, two can't be the same at the same time. Two both can two opposite opinions can't be true at the same time. For instance, um, let's see, let's do something that's very simple, right? This is a plug. It's a random plug I picked up, nothing special about it. Okay? The plug. Now, you may say, that your truth is that this is actually a brush. Random, just a brush. Well, my opinion about this and somebody else saying that this is a plug, both of them can't be true. It can't be both a brush and a plug. I would not brush my hair with this. It would hurt and it ain't gonna get anything done. Definitely gonna get no waves from it. But I definitely can put this in outlet because it has prongs and fits. One of them has to be false. Both cannot be true. So when it comes to the subject of God, you can't have this idea that that everything, like no matter what you believe in, it's okay. It's the same God. I know that because if you look at the religions, they are exclusively different. Islam is not the same as Christianity. Not the same. Buddhism is not the same as Christianity. Christianity, I mean, Islam it's not the same as Buddhism. You know what I'm saying? There's vast difference. You know what I'm saying? 
So to, to say stuff like that is completely erroneous. It's wrong. And this, this idea of judging got such a bad connotation, like the judge, you make judgments every day. The only thing that the scriptures tell us that we shouldn't judge is that we should make, we shouldn't make judges against people when we are too, we ourselves are doing those things that people are doing. You know what I'm saying? So I can't come to you and say, Hey, you know what I'm saying? You're not living your life right. If I myself are not looking to Christ, I can't. But I can say you're not living your life right because I know the truth of what Christ says, how we should live. And so for if I'm striving, therefore I can come to you and say, hey, you know, what I'm saying? I, I you know, need to repent because God says it's wrong. Not because I say it's wrong, but because God says it's wrong and God is holy. Therefore, we can make judgments. And other than that, let's take it off of sin and everything else. You make judgment calls every day. Judging in and of itself is not wrong wrongful and, un and self-righteous judgment is wrong but it's not wrong for a christian to make a judgment concerning someone's actions whether they be right or wrong now for people who kill me with this they you know they always say you can't judge somebody you can't tell them they're wrong a b and c go tell that to the rapist in fact go tell that to the guy who just go tell that to the court about the man who just the young man who went and shot up the school and killed 17 people go say that he you can't say he's wrong Go say it. See, you're not going to say that because you made judgments. You judged and said that man was wrong for going in and kill those people. And you'll be right in that. But why are you right? Because there's a holy and righteous God who gives us a standard in his law to tell us what is right and what is wrong. Without him, everything is given to subjectivities. Whatever you think is right, whatever you think is wrong. And therefore, you have no business to tell anybody else that they did anything wrong because you don't know what right and wrong is. That's the truth of the matter, folks. Whether you want to agree with that or not, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, makes no bit of difference. It doesn't take away from it being true. If I stay, if you got, if a, if a rob, if a burglar comes in your home, covering your face with the cover and acting like you don't see him, doesn't make him go away. He's still in your home, and he's a threat in your life, or threatening to take things that belong to you. You covering your eyes doesn't make him go away. You know what I'm saying? So you refusing to acknowledge him in the house doesn't mean he's going to walk out and don't take anything. Sorry. Doesn't work that way. You're going to have to deal with the fact that he's there. So same thing with his truth. Just regardless if you try to act like it's not there, you're going to have to deal with the fact that it's there. And it's true. You know what I'm Now there's so much evidence about the, the reli uh, reliability of the Bible. Uh, it's ridiculous. When you judge, <laughs> when I hear somebody say the Bible is not credible, and I hear their reasoning. They always go back to one or two misconceptions. One or two misconceptions. One, the Bible is like one book, just one book. You know what I'm saying? Even and they and they do that because the Bible has a cover and a back. This is not a Bible. This is just a this is a regular book. This is a book written by one author. It has a it has a front cover, it's a back cover. By the way, this book, Biblical Manhood. I don't know if you can see it well. Yeah. A Guide to Biblical Manhood. Great book. I recommend it. So, that's a book written by one author. One author for that book. The Bible is a collection of books. You know what I'm saying? Not one book. So, the one misconception is the Bible is just one book written by uh, people. You know what I'm saying? They came together, wrote the Bible, and there you have it. So I have people ask, ask the question, what do people believe before the Bible was written? 
Okay, well, now we have to discuss the books of the Bible because you can't get that answer off of just saying, oh, well, they believe this before the Bible was written because the Bible, it came, the Bible came to be over a period of time, I'm talking about at least 1500 years. You know what I'm saying? So it was like to think about this during the time of Jesus, when he actually walked the earth, <laughs> there was no New Testament because they had the Old Testament. They had the old scriptures, the law and the prophets. That's what they had. Old Testament. The New Testament was written to after Jesus had died. So they didn't have the Bible then either, what we call the Bible today. They didn't have that then either. They didn't have that. What they had was the scriptures, manuscripts. You know what I'm saying? And so now, if you guys, so the correct question would be what they believe before God revealed himself to Abraham? What did, what did they believe before God revealed himself to Adam? You know, when God created Adam. What did Adam believe? Nothing, because Adam wasn't made and then God created him there. He believed in God because God was there. Or you can ask another question because Moses is, is given the credit to writing the first five books of the Bible. So you can ask the question, what do people believe before Moses wrote the five books of the Bible? The first five books that we have. You know what I'm saying? Though, and this is a little technical note, Job was actually written before Genesis. Oh, that's something that's that's a that's a lesson for you. You know what I'm saying? So, and even in it's Job written before Genesis, as far as dated, is the, the, the dating of it is before uh, Earth is older as Genesis. Then that means that people believed in the true God before Moses wrote the Bible. I mean, wrote the um, oh, I mean, the uh, law and the prophet. I mean, the law, he didn't write the law and the prophets before he wrote the law, the first five books. You know what I'm saying? And that, you know, that, that, that says something. So that means that people did believe in God then. They believed in the one true God then. But to be honest, yeah, there was plenty of people who worshipped pagan gods. Even Israel, if you read the Old Testament, there's plenty of times they fell into worshipping pagan idols and got punished for it. So yeah, there's there plenty of people worshipping things and worshipping other stuff before God would make himself known to certain people. But that doesn't mean that they, what they believe was true. Doesn't mean what they believe was valid. It doesn't mean that the God of the Bible is not valid because people believe the other stuff. That is an argument from complete absurdity. Complete absurdity. Because, oh, because people actually believe stuff here, that must mean it's true because it was first. Because somebody believes something first, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's true. I'm like, well, actually, you don't know what they believe first. Because according to scripture, that if God was already being worshipped before those pagan gods came about, you know what I'm saying? But people went and did their own thing, made up God after their own images, worshiped the creation rather than the creator. Hey, you see that today. You know what I'm saying? But I know it's crazy. Anyway, I can go on and on and on and on about stuff like this. But this is the kind of stuff that I wanted to bring to the table today and discuss. Um, thank you for having your time, giving me your time. Um, remember that truth is important. Truth matters, man. It's, it's not something to be overlooked. We should take lightly. It does matter. You know what I'm saying? But that's all I want to say for this edition of the Prescribing Truth Podcast. If you have anything you'd like to say, if you want to add anything, please feel free to leave it in the comments. Email me. Hit me up on Facebook um, at, um, at Prescribed Truth. I'll be uh, more than happy to get back with you. More than happy to write you back. You know what I'm saying? If you're willing to have an extensive dialogue, I'm available to get on Google Hangouts and have discussions. 
I have no problem with that whatsoever. I love having discussions as long as you, as long as you're cordial, you know, and respectful. I'll be the same as well. And even if you do get hostile, I'll still be respectful. But I'm not gonna tolerate it too long. We're gonna just hey, and end the conversation. Cause you know, trying to use some wisdom here. You see what I'm saying? So remember, this world is full of errors. <laughs> but the only thing that the doctor prescribes is truth. Peace out. <laughs>